Good morning. It's February 29th and this is your daily brief in UK news. Here's everything you need to know. In a significant ruling, the UK Supreme Court has decided against Prince Harry in a case that touches on issues of personal security and public responsibility. This decision has profound implications, not just for the Duke of Sussex, but also sheds light on the government's stance towards security provisions for high-profile individuals no longer serving in an official capacity. The heart of the matter lies in the government's decision to remove automatic police protection for Prince Harry and his family during their visits to the UK. This move came after Harry stepped back from being a full-time working member of the royal family, leading to a reassessment of his entitlement to such security measures. The Supreme Court ruled that determining security needs on a case-by-case basis was both legal and justified, effectively upholding the government's approach. The repercussions for Prince Harry are significant. Not only has his bid to restore his police security been denied, but he's also left to cover a hefty legal bill, estimated at £1 million. Despite this setback, the Duke is not backing down and plans to appeal the Supreme Court's decision. In a broader context, the UK government has announced an increase in security funding for lawmakers and officials amidst growing concerns over their safety. This move highlights the ongoing challenges and complexities surrounding the security of public figures. Meanwhile, across the pond in New York City, a recent incident involving aggressive paparazzi chasing Prince Harry and Meghan Markle has prompted the NYPD to reassess and adjust their security protocols for the couple's future visits. This event, drawing eerie parallels to the tragic fate of Princess Diana, underscores the persistent dangers faced by those in the public eye due to intrusive media practices. In a landmark decision, Belfast's High Court has ruled against a new British law offering conditional amnesties for Troubles-era crimes in Northern Ireland, marking a significant moment in the ongoing struggle to address the legacy of the region's violent past. The court found that the Legacy Act, part of the Legacy and Reconciliation Bill passed last September, violates the European Convention on Human Rights by halting most prosecutions for alleged killings during the Troubles, a period of conflict that lasted from the late 1960s to 1998. The ruling highlighted that while the law's provision for conditional immunity breaches the European Convention on Human Rights and the 1998 peace deal, there's a silver lining. A new body set up to probe Troubles' killings could still carry out investigations that are compliant with human rights standards. This suggests a path forward that could reconcile the need for accountability with the law's objectives. Despite the court's decision, the British government remains committed to implementing the Legacy Bill, indicating a potential clash with both domestic and international legal standards. Meanwhile, the Irish government has escalated the matter by launching a separate legal case against Britain's government over the Troubles Law at the European Court of Human Rights. This move underscores the deep divisions and the complex nature of addressing the legacy of the Troubles.
The Legacy Act has faced significant opposition within Northern Ireland, drawing over 20 legal challenges. Victims' families, human rights organisations and all major political parties in the region have voiced their resistance to the law. The controversy surrounding the Act, including ongoing lawsuits against prominent figures like former Sinn Féin leader Gerry Adams, illustrates the fraught path towards reconciliation and the high stakes involved in how Northern Ireland's troubled past is confronted and resolved. After years of anguish and unanswered questions, the family of Emma Caldwell finally sees justice served. Ian Packer, 51, has been sentenced to life in prison with a minimum of 36 years for the 2005 murder of 27-year-old Emma Caldwell, a sex worker whose life was tragically cut short. This case, which lingered unsolved for nearly two decades, not only brought Packer to account for Caldwell's murder, but also for his heinous crimes against 22 women, including 11 rapes and multiple sexual assaults. The initial investigation into Caldwell's murder focused on a Turkish cafe she was known to frequent, but the case was dropped in 2015 without a resolution. It wasn't until the case was reopened and after Packer tried to clear his name through media interviews that he was finally identified and convicted as the perpetrator. This long overdue sentencing has cast a spotlight on the police's handling of violence against sex workers and the significant flaws in the original inquiry. Emma Caldwell's mother, in a poignant statement, expressed her relief at the verdict saying she can now breathe again. Meanwhile, the public and media are calling for accountability, questioning why it took so long to bring Packer to justice. This case not only marks the end of a harrowing journey for Caldwell's family, but also serves as a critical moment for reflecting on how violence against sex workers is addressed and how investigations are conducted. Eight decades after one of the most pivotal battles of World War II, a special commemoration is set to honour those who fought on the shores of Normandy. The Ministry of Defence has announced that Portsmouth will play host to a national event on June 5th, paying tribute to the bravery and sacrifice of 13 Normandy veterans on the eve of the 80th anniversary of D-Day. D-Day, occurring on June 6, 1944, was not just any battle. It was a massive offensive that marked a significant turning point in the war against the Nazis. Thousands of Allied troops landed on the beaches of Normandy in an operation that involved a formidable array of ships and aircraft. This bold move was instrumental in breaching the Nazi defences and setting the stage for the liberation of Western Europe. The scale of the operation was matched only by the scale of the sacrifice. Estimates suggest that Allied forces suffered between 5,000 and 12,000 casualties in the effort to overcome the German defences. German casualties were also significant, ranging between 4,000 and 9,000. This day of intense conflict is widely regarded as the beginning of the end for Nazi control over Europe, heralding the eventual collapse of the Third Reich. 
The upcoming event in Portsmouth is a poignant reminder of the cost of freedom and the enduring legacy of those who fought for it. As we approach the 80th anniversary of D-Day, this commemoration serves not only as a tribute to the veterans, but also as a reflection on the monumental impact of that day on the course of history. In the quiet streets of Streatham, South London, a tragic event unfolds, leading to a serious investigation. Mayara Loyola Ataide, 34, and Givaldo Tavares dos Santos, 46, find themselves at the centre of a murder and arson case after a fatal fire claims the life of a 49-year-old man. The incident occurred in a residence converted into bedsits, a common living arrangement in bustling London, but one that turned deadly in this instance. The charges against Ataide and Dos Santos are grave, encompassing not only murder but also arson with the intent to endanger life. This suggests a deliberate act, one that has left a community in mourning and a family grappling with the loss of a loved one. The authorities have made it a point to ensure the victims next of kin are supported during this incredibly difficult time. In response to the tragedy, the Metropolitan Police are actively seeking information from the public. They have increased patrols in the Streatham area, aiming to provide reassurance to a shaken community. The message is clear. Anyone with knowledge of the incident, no matter how insignificant it may seem, is encouraged to come forward. Information can be shared with the Metropolitan Police directly or anonymously through the charity Crime Stoppers. This case not only highlights the devastating impact of crime on families and communities, but also the importance of public cooperation in solving such tragic events. As the investigation continues, the hope is that justice will be served for the victim and their loved ones. This has been your daily brief in UK news. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates via email at www.brief.news. For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know.